Good evening. For those of you who may not know me, I am Deacon Kathy, and I have the privilege of giving a message to you tonight. In today's gospel, we heard John tell about how Jesus took the role of a servant and washed the feet of his disciples. Jesus wrapped a towel around his waist and stooped to bathe the dusty feet of those he loved. You can just imagine how these feet felt in his hands, the dirt, the calluses, the sweat, the ragged toenails. These men walked everywhere in sandals that exposed their feet, not only to the dirt on the roads that they traveled, but also to the filth that people and animals left behind. I don't know about you, but I don't like it when I wear sandals and my feet get a little dusty. But this was just a part of the everyday life that Jesus and his disciples led. Only Peter is recorded as to objecting to Jesus taking on this very lowly servant role. Peter is reluctant to let Jesus wash his feet. Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Isn't that just like us? We are often resistant to giving Jesus our dirty feet. How many of us will come down tonight and have our feet washed? We do not want that part of us that we have kept hidden to be out in the open and touched by someone else, much less one of our priests. Just like our dirty feet, we do not want our sins to be out in the open. Those sins that we do not speak about out loud. Oh sure, when we're sharing in our small groups or with our families, we will talk about some of the things that, are not too, that we're not too proud of. You might confess to having some bad thoughts about that funny hairdo of the person you saw on the bus last week. Or you might confess that you yelled at your son for not getting the ball at the big game yesterday. But there are those sins we bury deep inside that we are too ashamed or even too afraid to speak about. We try to keep them buried inside. Sometimes they rise to the surface, but we just tuck them back into their box and hope they stay there. But why? If we really believe that Jesus can forgive our sins, why do we sometimes think he can't forgive our sins? Didn't he say he would forgive us if we would just ask? I want to tell you a story about my husband's paternal grandmother. I met her when Jim and I first started dating, and I thought she was just like what most people would envision a grandmother to be. My memories of her are of a small woman with short, curly brown hair that was turning gray, wearing an old-fashioned dress covered by an apron, the kind of apron that covered all the front of you so cooking stains would not spoil your dress. Jim had good memories of going to her house as a child. She had special toys that she kept for him and his two sisters to play with. She had a special candy dish that was always full of candy orange slices. Jim still loves to eat those to this day. Also, she had a backyard that was just made for little boys to play in. She was widowed when she was in her 50s when her husband died suddenly of a heart attack. She never remarried and lived alone in a house that was on what had become a very busy street. Grandma seemed to be a person of faith, and although she said she was a Christian scientist, some Sundays she attended the Methodist church across the street from her house. She had a large print Bible, and I saw her reading it often. 
As years went by, she continued to live alone, and to me, she seemed to be a very independent and self-sufficient woman. When she was 88 years old, she was struck by a car as she crossed the busy street in front of her house. She had pretty severe injuries, including a broken pelvis and a broken leg. Now, most people in that era and at that age would not have survived such a tragedy, but not Grandma. Not only did she survive, but she made a remarkably fast recovery. Her broken bones mended nicely, although her healed leg her healed leg was left much shorter than it was. A special orthotic shoe took care of that, and she was eventually able to walk with no assistance at all. She went back to living alone, but at age 90, the family decided she should go and live with Jim's older sister and her family. She lived with them for 10 years and became increasingly unhappy and verbally expressed that unhappiness at all times. Nothing seemed to please her. Through a series of events, she came to live with us at the age of 101. Two of our three children were still at home. By this time, Grandma had completely lost her hearing and mostly refused to wear any hearing aids at all. She misinterpreted everything we said or did, though we tried our best to please her. She now needed a cane to get around, but because of yet another accident leaving her with a broken arm, she couldn't seem to manage a cane with her good arm. Instead, she used a wheelchair to move around the house by using her feet to walk as she sat in the chair. Most days, she would spend some time sitting in front of her window in her room with her Bible open in her lap. I could hear her reading out loud, but she did not seem to find any comfort in the words that she was reading. She just did not seem to ever be happy at this time of her life. One day as she and I were talking, she told me a story about when she was a very young girl. She had been given a baby chick as a pet and she loved it dearly. It may have been Easter time as it was a common thing to give children chicks at Easter time back then. One day she picked up the chick and held it so tightly it died. She told me that she did not believe that Jesus ever forgave her for killing her baby chick. Tears rolled down her cheeks as she told me the story, and I realized that she had carried this guilt for more than 90 years and had never, never felt forgiveness. I tried to assure her that Jesus had forgiven her, but she did not believe me. From our conversation, I don't think she had asked for his forgiveness. She just thought it was too great a sin for her to ask. I cannot be sure but I think she may have died feeling unforgiven. Do you have any secret sins that you feel are unforgivable? Please know that Jesus knows what they are and he will forgive them if only you would repent and ask for that forgiveness. As you probably know, John wrote other books that are part of the New Testament besides the gospel that we are reading from today, or that we read from today. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I'm very sorry that Grandma maybe did not read that verse or many others that gave the assurance of forgiveness. Or maybe she did not believe it applied to her when she did read it. 
But in case you have any feelings of unforgiveness, you know there is forgiveness for the asking in the name of Jesus. Please believe that this is true. We are blessed at this church to have so many clergy that, we are, that are available to talk to you and help you work through any unforgiveness that you may be feeling. Sometimes just saying out loud the things that you have carried deep in your heart helps you to work them out, seeing that you can be forgiven also. So please, do not hesitate to seek the forgiveness that you may desperately need. Take off your shoes and let Jesus wash your feet. All the dirt, the calluses, and the scars will fade away as his hands caress them, and the warm water melts away the layers that we have let build up. You will feel your burdens lifted, and his peace will surround you like the warm water that bathes your feet. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>